Hey guys, welcome to the Indie Game Development Podcast. We tackle the challenges of indie game development head-on from the technical to the emotional and talk about the secrets to conquering self-doubt on your journey to crafting games that people will love. Subscribe so you never miss another episode, and if you haven't already, then give us a rating and review so that this podcast gets shared with more people. We'd really, really appreciate it. Ready? Let's go. Hey guys, so this episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to get really vulnerable and share some real struggles that we have faced since starting our game development journey. This episode was originally written back in October for my YouTube channel, but rather than rewriting it to reflect where we are today, I think that the message comes across even stronger taken from that past perspective. So let's rewind to seven months ago and I'll update you a little bit at the end. It's October 2022. I've already quit my stable full-time finance career and we sold our first family home to kickstart this big dream of ours to be indie game developers. We're using the money we made to live and support our family while we work hard to create not only a game that people are going to find fun to play, but also at bringing in enough of an income to sustain our family's needs, obviously, long term. Up until this point, I haven't talked about anything like this. I do not like coming off as negative, and I've always wanted to be seen as an uplifting voice for people who are interested in making video games. But sometimes, like, fuck, being a game developer is hard, okay? Being a content creator is hard. And I have days, like today sometimes, where I just don't feel very positive or uplifting, you know? I do want to say that this isn't some sort of episode where I'm just going to spew all my crappy feelings at you the whole time and just complain and then, you know, end the conversation. I just want to put this out there for honesty's sake. I see so many developers out there on other platforms like YouTube. I don't know any personally, so I only get to see this world, the game dev world, through my own experience and through their content. And what I see on some of these YouTube channels, for instance, is a lot of technical stuff a lot of entertainment, a lot of self-deprecating jokes, and a lot of progress, okay? And I don't hear a lot of discouragement. I don't hear a lot about people talking about all the fears that you have to face to do this kind of thing for a living. And I want to just let you guys in on the whole experience. I, I know that I cannot possibly be the only person out there that feels the way that I'm feeling today. If you guys are listening to this, then you're probably someone interested in making video games. And I know I can't be alone here. There have to be people out there that feel the way that I do sometimes, despite the fact that I quit my job and sold my house and I'm making YouTube videos and working on a game and doing things that I really do love doing on a daily basis, I'm feeling a deep amount of discouragement. My biggest fear is failure of being a nobody. My biggest fear is that I will stay as small as I feel on days like today. And my brain really works against me sometimes. It's just the way that I'm wired. I'm a very analytical person. And when I see, you know, constant literal metrics showing me numbers that are nowhere near matching the amount of work that I feel like I'm putting in, it makes me feel like I'm failing on a daily basis. I was having trouble doing work this morning because of this pit that I had in my stomach that was just like pure frustration and bitterness. I wanted to punch something or scream into a pillow or something. I had all this toxic shit inside of me that just needed to get out. So in case you have not followed our journey so far, I will summarize what our situation is for you. Okay, so as I mentioned, I quit my job and we sold our house. 
Now, I don't regret this or feel sorry for myself or anything like that. I knew what I was getting into and I knew I was going to have to work harder than I have ever worked before. I'm okay with this. I accept this. But let's talk about what the stressful reality of the situation is. We're essentially burning through our savings right now to live, to pay rent, to pay our bills. We have enough to last us a little over a year currently, if nothing changes. But there's a lot of pressure to make progress fast. And not knowing how it's going to work out while supporting a family, it's a huge weight to carry. What we did is going to sound insane to a lot of people. I get a lot of reactions in my comments whenever I bring this up, and I know that we're probably seen as the crazy couple who are going to make themselves homeless publicly on YouTube. But honestly, life is too fucking short to not attempt to achieve what you really want for your life. I am now older than my brother was. When he died, we lost him to suicide. And at the time when that happened, I was working a job that I could not stand. I was barely making 40000 a year to support a four-person family despite being overworked and chronically exhausted and just miserable, and I just couldn't do it anymore. If you ever lost someone close to you, you know that once you get past that initial grief stage that it makes you really evaluate your time on this planet. And suddenly doing the quote-unquote sensible thing and continuing to work at a place that I hated no longer sounded like the sensible thing to do to me anymore. But anyways, I said we had enough to last us a little over a year at this point, and there is a problem with this because we can't finish our game Veil of Maya in a little over a year. The scope is too big. I'm not trying to make a 60-hour game or anything, but I would like it to be a solid 15 to 20-hour experience on a first playthrough for people. And in order for that to be possible, there's just too much to do. Even if I worked 16 hours a day for the next year, it would not be done. Probably not even close. Now, we could always do a Kickstarter or try to find a publisher to help us secure funding sooner than that year so that we could continue working on the project, but Kickstarters often fail, especially without an initial audience to back the project. And trust me, we're not quitting the game. We've worked so very hard on it, but this does lead me to my next point. I am not a full-time game developer, and neither is my wife, Nikki. We are also YouTubers which is a whole other thing and requires just as much time and dedication and love as a video game does. And what we decided was, apparently, <laughs> making a video game is not hard enough. In an attempt to make this dream permanent, we're also going to try to earn enough money to support our little family through several smaller creative avenues as well, one of which being YouTube. And I know, I, I knew right out of the gate that YouTube is not a get-rich-quick scheme in any way, shape, or form. It is very hard to make money on YouTube. It is a lot of working for nothing for a long time, and not everyone can do that, and not everyone wants to do that. So knowing all of this, why am I feeling so discouraged? Why is having a game dev studio so hard? We've been going really hard at YouTube lately, and I'm proud to tell you that I have a full content calendar with six weeks of video content already scheduled okay we we worked really hard to get to that point and i'm very serious about wanting to support ourselves with our business with our studio which will allow us to work on our games for as much time as it takes to make them as good as they can possibly be we are doing absolutely everything that we can think of to do this right 
I wanted to do game dev the right way, so we enrolled in Thomas Brush's course. I'm sure a lot of you know who he is. He's an amazing developer and YouTuber, and I've been following him for years. We also enrolled in a YouTube course to help us learn how to make better content for our viewers to grow this channel as quickly as possible. We work very hard, and I still make time for my kids. I make time for my wife, but I do not have much of a social life, and though I, I say I try to take weekends off, that honestly, it almost never actually ends up happening. There's always something left to do, so we're not falling behind for the next week, and when I'm not working, I'm thinking about working. So again, why is having a game dev studio so hard? And it's because of the valley of disappointment. I don't know if that phrase was coined by the author of Atomic Habits or not, but I did learn it from that book. The valley of disappointment is basically that period of time when your results are lower than what you expect before your stuff really starts to take off. This does not just apply to YouTube, but basically anything entrepreneurial or artistic in nature. There is a lot of work that needs to be done, and you're not going to see any results for a while. I knew this going in, and yet, knowing that, some part of me still secretly hoped that we would be different. You know, there's that, there's always that fantasy, like if we put in a ton of our best work and stayed open to learning and growing, we might just get millions of views on our devlogs and shoot to the top of the wishlist charts really, really fast. And obviously that has not happened. And I know that those were not realistic expectations, but I am human and we can hope, right? And as of right now, October 31st, we have 608 YouTube subscribers. We had 609 this morning, so I guess we just lost one. But in February, this channel will be one year old. That's that's eight months. 608 subscribers in eight months, working six plus days a week. And this morning, that just hit me. That knowledge just hit me. My stomach has been turning, and I'm afraid, and I'm angry. I'm frustrated and disappointed. The Valley of Disappointment was well-named. I'm actually at the point where I no longer wake up to look at my subscribers or views because I'm always disappointed. Like for my mental health, it's just better if I pretend that those metrics don't exist or I'll just be in a bad mood all of the time. Okay, so now that I've thoroughly depressed you, my intention with all of this is not to whine at you and it's really truly not to discourage you, okay? Honestly, I'm putting this out there because I want this to be like a beacon of hope for you guys in the future. Who knows, maybe this channel will be doing better by the time this episode is actually published, but as of right now, we put, sometimes our last devlog that we made took over 40 hours of work between Nikki and I. It was insane how much work it was to produce that video, and it got like 300 views. We were getting better views on our content six months ago, and we put in far less work then. But my hope with this video is that as it ages, and as we continuously work away at it, and we stay consistent with our efforts, we will eventually grow as a channel, and as all channels would, and I, I want these numbers to encourage you. All my favorite YouTubers, Thomas Brush, Blackthorn Prod, Thin Matrix, Goodgus, Aya, Lost Relic Games, Watt Designs, Jonas Tyroller, these guys all have amazing stats that sound unattainable to me right now. They have thousands of wish lists, tens of thousands of subscribers on their YouTube channel, often more, tens and sometimes hundreds of thousands of views per video. Where is the transition period? How did they get to that stage? Is there anyone else out there that is not doing incredibly well and works insanely hard and yet sees very little results because of it? I see people just turn on the camera and hit record and they barely even edit their videos. They barely put in any effort and they get tens of thousands of views and crazy amounts of comments and likes and all that stuff. 
I want you to know, I swear to God, I'm making this more for myself than for anyone else, but I want you to know the value of disappointment, that area where you're grinding and you're putting in the work. And yeah, you, you do enjoy the work, but it's hard and you're tired and it's frustrating, but you're putting in the work and you're just, you're not seeing the results that you wanted. You are not alone, okay? This is the tough part where you work hard for little reward. You gotta keep going. You keep going because you know that consistency is the key. My hope, though, again, is that future people will stumble onto this episode and maybe will be in a different place. Maybe will be a big YouTube channel with a huge subscriber count and a wildly successful game has been launched that gets compared to the greats like Hollow Knight and Ori in the Blind Forest. Or maybe we'll still be making slow but steady progress towards success on YouTube, fighting against the algorithm, and we'll be supporting ourselves through a combination of, you know, game proceeds, freelance work, etc. My hope is that you will see that we did not give up, that we're committed to finding success no matter what it looks like, and that you are not alone if you're in this and you are struggling. You're not alone. You will find success if you stay open to what the end result looks like. YouTube is filled with people who do not talk about this kind of thing, and people only want to show their successes because sharing failure makes us vulnerable. It's harder to share failures, but it can be so hard not to feel all alone in the struggle amidst everyone else's perceived successes. So let's review the harsh truth. We have been busting our asses. We make no money. Our channel's not monetized yet. Our game is nowhere near done. We have to make time to do even more stuff if we hope to have additional revenue sources coming in. We have a long ways to go, but despite all of this, we are not quitting. We are pressing on despite feeling stressed and disappointed and frustrated and honestly sometimes a little lonely. Game dev is our passion. We love the work despite the workload and it's worth it to us to push through the hard days because of that. With all that being said, I do seriously doubt that there are many career paths that take such an emotional toll on a person. If you are crazy enough to try doing YouTube and game dev at the same time, all the power to you because that makes it 10 times harder. But if it's something that you truly want, don't let that stop you. Don't let discouragement stop you. You don't have to be the best to start. And all consistent progress leads to growth over time. I want this episode to prove that the valley of disappointment is just something you got to get through. And it's why so many people quit, because you're stumbling in the dark, trying to find your way with no sense of whether you're going the right way or not. Now, a big part of me wants to have a tantrum and get mad at YouTube for having a shitty ass algorithm that seems to have like a constant downward force on my video impressions. And no matter how hard I work or how many videos I make, it's like, stay down, bitch. But honestly, I can't do that. And that's another part of why having a game dev studio is so hard, because I, I want to blame YouTube or the algorithm or just about anything that I can think of that might be causing my game to not have as many wish lists as I'd want and is causing my videos to not get shared as much as I would want, but I can't because it's not YouTube's fault. It's my fault. We get less views than we used to because we pivoted in a different direction. We went a little too extreme with trying to up our watch time and retention on YouTube, and probably in doing that, we lost some connection with our audience where some people might just want to watch a devlog to experience what challenges and triumphs other devs are having. We went heavy on trying to entertain people for a while. I got a little enticed by Danny's audience. 
Danny's the biggest game dev YouTuber and he hasn't made a video in a long time, but he got like 15 million views per video and I wanted to replicate that for us. But I don't have Danny's personality, I don't have his audience, and that just isn't me. It's hard to have a game dev studio because it's literally impossible to not make a hundred thousand mistakes. Some weird part of me wants to like punish myself for not getting everything perfect on the first try, and I can be quite mean to myself with my own self-talk, but it's not natural to put your heart and soul into a project and then just put it out there for the whole world to publicly comment on and completely pick apart. It's not natural to work on something like a certain mechanic in your game for dozens and dozens of hours only to have playtesters shit all over it and tell you what they don't like about it. I know as a game developer that I need that feedback and it's crucial to the success of my game, but that doesn't mean hearing it comes naturally to me. When I hear it, every part of me wants to jump into my comments section and defend myself or my game whenever I get a critical comment, but I don't because I have to learn to separate those comments from myself. Again, they're not criticizing me, they're just criticizing some aspect of a game that I'm working on. It's so easy to roll your eyes at motivational stuff like positivity quotes and motivational speeches when you're in the trenches and you're really just busting your ass to try to create something great. Because when you're in it, putting in the work and getting no results after no results after no results and disappointment after disappointment after disappointment, regardless of how hard you work, it feels like it's never going to happen for you. My name is Brandon Waite. I have been building a YouTube channel for eight months and I have 608 subscribers. I have been making a game for eight months and am nowhere near done my demo. I am not talking to you from some high horse. I'm right there with you, grinding day by day, trying to make it so that this is something I get to do for a living every day for the rest of my life. And even though it might not feel like it for you, you can do the things you want to do, no matter how small or insignificant you feel. Even if you feel like me, where I feel like I'm just pretending to be a YouTuber and like I'm just some wannabe, or you just feel like you're pretending to be a game developer, but everyone else's devlogs makes you feel like you get nothing done and they're all a thousand percent faster than you. You can make it. The only way that you're not going to make it is if you quit. I wish you all the luck and success on whatever the hell it is that you're working on. And fast forward to today, seven months after this was originally recorded, we are still working hard, if not harder than ever, but I am happy to say that consistency has been paying off and we are starting to see some pretty exciting results now. We're now working on a different commercial project that is close to half finished, and we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Don't ever give up on your dreams. If we can make our dream work, so can you. We are not anyone special. We're just two people trying to make it happen. If you loved this episode and you haven't already left a rating and review, please consider doing that now. It really helps the podcast grow and reach more awesome people like yourself. Thanks so much. Bye.